Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing our study in the book of Philippians. I'm excited to get into this and to continue on with this series in the book of Philippians. Uh, really enjoyed yesterday's, and of course the book of Philippians, we are going to be continuing to look at really how we interact with others within the church uh, and a lot of other stuff as well. But let's go ahead and let's jump into it here this morning as we're going to be reading Philippians chapter 1 once again. And it says this, Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and the deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making a request for you all with joy. Fear of fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think of uh, to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me with of grace. For God is my witness, how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus, to the glory and the praise of God. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which have happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it became has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident of my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached? And in this I rejoice." Yes, and will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the support of the Spirit, a supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, Christ now, Christ, or excuse me, now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this will mean the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose I cannot tell, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you may stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified of your adversaries, which is to them proof of perdition, but to you of salvation, and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you know now which you saw in me and now hear that is in me. Wow. 
What a powerful chapter of Scripture. I, I, I really, really, really like this chapter of Scripture, but today we're going to be focusing in on verse 6. It says this, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, this is incredible for us to look at, and it is vitally important for Christians to see and to grasp this and let this truth grasp them. Being confident of this very thing. This is something that you can be confident in. You know, in today's day and age, it is difficult to be confident in many things. You know, you you, you probably aren't confident uh, in the economy right now. You probably aren't confident, uh, perhaps you shouldn't be confident anyway, in your government right now. There, there are many things that you might not be confident in or that you shouldn't be confident in or that you just plumb are not confident in. But there is one thing that we can be confident in. Now, there's many things we can be confident in, but this is one of them, that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. This is a comfort for us as Christians, that God began a work in our life. He started forming us. He started making us. He started turning us into who he wants us to be. He went and he took your life and he started changing it and he started making it and making you into who he wants you to be. There's a work that he has started in your life, that he is changing you to be. It, it tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that, that if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God is working on something in your life. He is making these things new. He is going and he is changing your life. He is sanctifying you. And you can be confident of this, that he is doing this. But the incredible thing to see is that God began the work and he will complete it. He will complete it. Now, this is where it's incredible because there are times in the Christian life when you're learning more about God, when you're drawing closer to God, hopefully this is all the time that you're learning more and that you're drawing closer to God, but there are times when there seems to be big changes that are coming in your life, and it's easy to stop and to think, now wait a minute, is God actually going to finish what he started? Because it starts to cost you something. When you change it costs you things. When you become who Christ wants you to be, it, it, it's, it's not just that you're simply being sanctified, but it also tells us in John chapter 15 that you're being pruned. You're being pruned. You're, and being pruned means that you're having things cut away from your life. You're having things taken away in your life. Simply put, it is costing you something to change into who God wants you to be. That's why he tells you, Count the cost. Count the cost to be my disciple. You must count the cost. And while it is costing you some things, 
I mean, it might be costing you friends. It could be costing you finances. It could be costing you your hobbies. It, it could be costing you job promotion even. Maybe maybe you're not flexible because they go and they say, look, you have to work on, uh, on every Sunday. You have to go and work on Sundays. And you go and you say, no, hold on here. I'm not going to work on Sundays because I'm committing my day, my Sunday to the Lord. I'm giving that to God. It might cost you a promotion. It might cost you promotion because they say, look, we want you to move here to this area or that area. And you go, look, well, there's no good church there, or I'm committed to my local church and I'm going to stay planted in my local church. So I'm going to pass on that opportunity. Those kind of things can come in your life. Of course, it can cost you your friends when God starts changing you. They might be saying, well, why don't you do this anymore with us? Why don't you do that anymore with us? And it can be extremely difficult. And you might stop and you, you, you might go in the middle of this, this process of this pruning and you might say, Lord, you began this work in me. Are you going to finish it? Are you going to complete this work in my life? Are you actually going to go and to finish what you've begun? That's a, that's a natural thing to stop and to ask that question, to stop and to wonder about as a Christian, because it, I mean, there, there are so many times when things are difficult and you're, you're losing things. I, re, I remember a, a time when God really started calling me into a different ministry or a different avenue uh, of ministry. Uh, and, and it was to go and to speak out publicly uh, in, into politics. That was really the thing. Now, the, the big thing that came with this wasn't that I had so many friends that went and said, oh, we disagree with you and we don't like what you're saying, so we're not going to be your friends anymore. I mean, there were definitely some some Facebook drama things where people would go and say, you know, I don't know why you're saying this or or or, or you know, you're you're just not very nice or something like that. And, and, you know, the nice thing about Facebook is that it's not real life. It's not real life. It, it, so it wasn't such a big deal when it came to the Facebook things. But I remember uh, with this change in ministry was that it took a change in the structure of how I spent my time. And because of that, I was all of a sudden spending less time doing certain things. I was spending less time uh, playing sports. I was spending less time kayaking. And I really like sports and I really like kayaking, but I was spending less time in doing that. And there were a couple of friends that I had uh, that they just didn't understand. They didn't understand why in the world can't you just be available to go and to do this or to go and to do that all the time. And it was, well, I'm 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 gone. I'm doing this, or I'm I'm working on writing this, or I'm working on going and uh, producing this podcast, or I'm going and working on doing that thing, or I'm going and uh, you, you you know whatever it might be. And I recall uh, a time where. Really, I had a few friends that they, they said, well, fine, I, I don't want to be a friend with you, friends with you anymore. And they refused to talk to me. Now, I, I've ended up going and, and mending those relationships uh, at, at times. But there was a season where it looked like I, I was losing friends because of going and really following God where he was calling me to go and to be and to, to speak and to do what he wanted me to go and do. 
And that was a difficult thing because you're going, well, I've been friends with this person for, for 15 years, you know, Lord, um, are, 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 and we've been good friends during that Lord, are, are, are you sure this is the right thing that we're, that I'm supposed to be doing? Are you going to, to go and to complete the work that you began in my life? And of course, God's answer is yes, I'm, I'm going to complete it. I'm changing you into who I want you to be. So you just sit back, you follow me. You still have a part, Christian. You still have a part, and that is to go and to follow God and how he is changing you and how he is molding you and what he is making you to be or who he is making you to be. But today, I want to encourage you. You can and should have confidence that God began a work in you and he will complete that work until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, if you are following God, if you're going in letting him change you into who he wants you to be, no matter how difficult, no matter what it's costing you in that moment, you need to realize God is going to finish the job. He is going to finish it as long as you are going and allowing yourself to be moldable and flexible to the will of God, God is going to complete the work that he began in you. And this is so important because there are times when it is just difficult as a Christian. It's difficult because it costs you things to follow Jesus. Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. Remember this. Be encouraged by this. God is going to complete that work. He is going to finish the job, so you just keep submitting to him, keep following him, and see what he does. Well, thank you for listening today, and remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Sometimes he leaves us waiting for his hand to move. Oh, but even in darkness, we hold to the promise. There's nothing we can't overcome. So that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing. Sing like the battle.